Hi guys. Hi everyone. Welcome to episode one of the Tilt and Two, the podcast hosted by me, Tabriz. And me, Faisal. Welcome. <laughs> so with it being episode one, we should probably paint the picture. Yeah. And I'm thinking, why why this podcast and why now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think for both of us, it's been something we've discussed for a while now, having a podcast about the club that we love, voicing our opinions, but also voicing hopefully the opinions of a majority of the fans. Yeah, I think it's painting a real picture what is actually going on in the Birmingham City community. Yeah. It's been a long time, a long time without football and it's been even longer, it feels like, since we've been at St Andrews. I know. Been a bit of a nightmare, a bit of a roller coaster season, don't you think? Yeah, massively. To say the least. To say the least. An optimistic start and then now yeah. a downfall. But hopefully... Yeah end on a high note we'll see we'll see yeah yeah i think we're both pretty confident at the minute i think you have to optimistic yeah like we were with karanka but hopefully not the same mistakes yeah 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 exactly so yeah i think what better time now than to do this podcast again bring the voice of the blue noses we really want to get other blues fans engaged with yeah, this hopefully we want to present our opinion but we also want your opinion so moving forward, you know, we hope to engage as many other blue noses yep. and as much of the community as possible and actually try and build something here. Yeah, yeah, to build a community. Like the Blues fans are a community in the stadium. Want to build that, especially now that it's locked down outside of that ground and hopefully build a voice together. Yeah, again, again, I have to reiterate what a tough time recently it's been. We've Definitely. all stuck together and we need to hopefully... Pray for better days. I mean, you've seen what the Blues fans have been doing. Obviously, we'll get into that later. Yeah, but definitely. It Good seems point. like, yeah, we, we've been strong together, even though it's been tough times and yeah. we've obviously been separated. Definitely. Definitely. Anyway, so, okay. So, basically, let's start at the start of the season then. Yeah, let's do it. So, how are you feeling coming off the back of last season? So, let's look at last season. Pep. Yep. How did you think? Let's, let's even go back to, yeah, go back to Pep. That was a good... I mean, as you know, I mean, obviously, we were absolutely loving the end of the season, really, obviously. Not the the best results. Be careful. Be careful. The last 10 games. Yeah, 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 of course. Obviously, the the season as a whole, obviously, the performances of Jude, that excitement around that player. Yeah. The performances of the team as a whole, obviously, Scotty Hogan firing off. After lockdown was a different story, obviously. But really was it really was as a whole I mean obviously in hindsight now it's even more so but as a whole you've got to look back at the way we were playing and you've got to have been before, excited before lockdown before lockdown right? definitely yeah, yeah. definitely I agree and then coming into this season bringing in Karanka I know for me and you, you'll back me up on yeah, this definitely. I was one of the biggest definitely. fans of Karanka I, I couldn't believe that we actually appointed him there was talks about him coming in a bit earlier but again Getting him over the line, signing him, seeing his pedigree, yep. seeing what he'd done for Middlesbrough. Bit of a rubbish patch for for Forrest, really. I think he'd won as many games as he'd lost at Forrest. But. I mean, I remember when, when you go to the start of the season, the pre-season, we played Tottenham and Jose Mourinho singing his praises after I the know, game. I know, And I'm thinking then, just at that point, even then, you know, we've got a real manager here, someone yeah. who, who could lead us to something. You've got some good defensive performances there, but yeah. obviously now you cut to now. Not even that. I mean, you cut to December time and he probably should have got the axe, but... Oh, you think that soon? you got to think that, don't you? I've been calling it for a while between oh, us two. I mean, yeah. Again, it was a weird one. 
Was it the first game of the season we had Brentford and we beat them? Beat them, yeah. Adam Clayton played a great game and then oh, obviously yeah, you see yeah. how he's dropped off now. Yeah. So we had all of that optimism with yeah, Karanka. Yeah. I wanted to give him time and I'm not someone who sings to get an, uh, a manager out, especially yeah. after the track record we've had. Yeah, that's the main with the thing. Ex, the ex-managers we've had. I definitely wanted to give him time. But and you got you got to give him that leeway with the whole rebuild factor. I, I really was thinking, like I said, obviously yeah. the performances, you're thinking, yeah, it, it's not the right person, the subs that he's been making, all of those things. But again, it is a thing where, especially towards the start of the season, you're constantly thinking, okay, three-year picture, give him the chance to rebuild. We've brought in some players here, brought in some free agents. Can we do something? So what do you actually think about the summer business we did? What do you think? Coming in at the start of the season, how do you think? I, I know your answer here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought it was really good in terms of, for a team that obviously has financial difficulties, we've got a lot of free agents there, a lot of yeah. loan players who yeah. genuinely have something to them. I agree. But, I agree. You know, then, then you look at the performances and it's not as well. But if we just talk about the start of the season, yeah. Again, optimistic, I think, of the deals. What about you? <sighs> Again... You can hold me to this. I was really positive about what we did. I was saying to you that I think we've done some of the best business mm. we've done. When mm. you factor in the amount of money we'd spent and what I thought the quality we'd brought in, I was, again, I was really optimistic. I think at the start of the season, Karanka and the team, they were they were managing expectations. They yeah. were, you know, but I mean, I don't know whether I was foolish or not. I think this is me. And my journey as a blue nose, I'm always very, very optimistic thinking, oh, this could be the season we go back to the promised land, you yeah. know, which is yeah. absolutely ridiculous looking back. And even, but again, it's your club, our club, we get optimistic and that's part of the fun of it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, again, I thought the business was really, really good. Who were some standout players for I you? Mean, then for me, for in? me, obviously Karanka comes in, you're thinking he's brought George Friend in, he's brought yeah. Adam Clayton in. The history yeah. they've got together, two players who hopefully will be leaders in the dressing room. Who have proven it as yeah, well. They've done it. it. They brought they went up with, with Middlesbrough. You're thinking yeah. they're gonna instigate that mindset exactly. into the changing room. So them obviously I mean Neil Everidge as well. I was thinking oh, yeah, yeah, something there, good keeper. We've always had good keepers. Something we have. a position we I've have. thought has always been strong. So again, someone who can be a shot stopper. That's his game. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean the other signings, I mean, who else springs to mind here? Lico. Lico, yeah, again. Someone who there was words around whether his work ethic was there, let's say. But coming off a big injury as coming well. Coming off a big injury, yeah. But again, someone who was exciting. Someone we've always needed a playmaker. And that's someone who I was thinking maybe has got a bit of pace up there. Someone who could create something. True, but, true. Yeah. But then we had players that... A bit of unknowns, really. Yeah. So we had Riley McGree coming in. Riley McGree. Ivan Sanchez, who I've just got to say in oh, is, yeah. is for me, is the Messiah that we've needed in a long time and a real, who really can unlock defences. Completely, completely. I mean, he is someone who, whether whether the majority of Blues fans agree or not, when I see him play, he is someone who, he is very hard to tackle and he can absolutely, get a ball yeah. in at every attack. Yeah, absolutely. He's driving it down the line. He's taking players on. Whether it's just a little stutter step, he will get past a player and get some space out there. He's exciting. He's massively, exciting. Massively. He says quick touches, the ball's glued to his feet. He makes things happen. Yeah, and you can't deny him and Bell are out there. Yeah. You ask him for trouble. It's just a shame that we haven't got the clinical finishes 
that would get their end on it. But then again, you do have some crosses that come in and it does hit the first man, which, again, you know how much I hate that. Corners that come in on a straight to the first man. So easy to defend. So easy we to don't, defend. It's doing any justice to that opportunity. Yep, yep. Same from crosses. Anyway, I think we're going on a bit yeah, of a yeah, tangent yeah, here. We end up on a tangent <laughs> here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The passion. But, uh, yeah, so going back, the season started off well. Yeah. Positive. We felt good. Yeah. Everything was looking good. First Win result, at Brentford. Good. Yeah. Fantastic. Exactly. Where do you think it started to go wrong then? Oh, it's hard to pinpoint. What a question, time, eh? Now. I mean, <laughs> if, from what I remember, it was fairly fairly soon into the season really where we started to see that we're dropping some points mm. I mean you had the first I remember probably four or five games where you know we p- picked up the win I think the first three were unbeaten maybe the first four but again we're getting draws draws yeah wasn't exactly bad performances but it was just something again which we've always had an issue with obviously since people like Shay have gone where we're not getting the goals obviously no. we saw it at the end after lockdown last season and it's carried on into this season. Hogan, again, wasn't firing. You're looking for trouble when you're not scoring goals in the championship. Definitely. And, yeah, let me know what you think about this. But for me, you could see pretty early on the style of play, the way Karanka was setting up the team. Yeah. We'd try and nick a goal, and it was scrappy. Yeah. Always, always, always scrappy. scrappy. And one thing... I've seen through this season is players are nervous on the ball. Yeah, Long balls, we're booting it away. We don't get the ball on the floor. Nope. And other than the front two, or we haven't even been playing front two. We've been playing with Hogan, Hogan up front, front right? Who doesn't have height on his side. He's a player who needs to run in behind the last man. And he's a, he's a goal scorer. He might, his record at the minute might not reflect that, but we've seen he he's can do it. He's a poacher. Like, he can exactly do it. What he, wants. he can do it. So hitting the long balls, it doesn't work. We've got Sanchez, who I don't know how tall he is, but he's not. Yeah, he's not a tall five, player. Eight, five, seven. Bella, similar. Similar, yeah. You know, the midfielders, it's useless going long. Yeah. And booting the ball up, and Harley Dean Roberts to start the season. Every time they'd pick the ball up, it's boot, yeah. you can see already. Their look, their heads yeah, are their up. Heads are they're up. bypassing the midfield and just booting it, literally mm. straight from kickoff. Karanka's setup was again nick a ball, nick a goal, and shut up shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then what does that do? I mean, we spoke about it so much. Then you're just inviting the opposition yeah. to come and attack us. You're putting the defenders under way more stress. Exactly. The whole team. With the scheduling of the championship, you're talking about a lot of minutes on the bat leg. Going that into next game, you're going to have tired players, tired defence. Physically and mentally. Demotivated yeah. players. You know, it's just, it is a recipe for disaster. And I think we saw that yeah, I throughout agree. the season, yeah. I agree. And like the point you said there, again, it's something we always talk about. Towards the end, and, you know, the players, I don't I don't ever doubt that, you know, they don't want to be playing in League One. But the stress they must be going under when you're playing to the way the manager wants you to play, and it is nick of a goal, and that's it. We now defend. So you're inviting a team to continuously just pepper you. And that's how it's been. And if you're a player, you're Harley Dean, you're Mark Roberts, you're Sundridge, you're Gary Gardner, you've got the weight of the world on your back thinking we're, we're looking League One in the face here. Yeah. 
and then we're getting told, yeah, we just got it. We're basically inviting them to shoot. Yeah, yeah, we completely. just need to shut the doors. The, the the toll that must have on the players, not only physically, but I think the bigger impact is the mental impact to yeah. that. And that's sure. what I think, I, 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 yeah, I hated of Karanka's kind of game plan. And as the season's gone on, I've seen it more. You know, I've seen it more. I'm not a big fan in our setup of four two three one. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I think we saw why why Hogan did so well. And again, why Shea thrived, I yeah, think. Yeah, completely. That partnership up front. Yeah, yeah. Hogan. You need Yuki to put his body on the line, exactly. get the ball down and, and have someone off him that can strike the ball or poach goals. Exactly. That's what worked with Hogan last season. Exactly. But whatever happened, they weren't firing the same after lockdown. I mean, what do you think? I do mean, you think that's more down to Hogan? Is that him hanging his head? I mean, we know he's a confidence player. He really is. He really is. That's but what he needs. He yeah, needs a manager. He does. He does. Who, he needs someone to stroke who, his ego. Yeah. As bad as it is. I it think is, he's spot on. Yeah. He really is. He's that player. But that's when I think a good manager... People manager. Knows that. Yeah, needs. exactly. A people manager. That's where I think you'll see the lights of... Pep, Pep Guardiola, Jurgen Klopp. Yep, that's where they excel. Yeah, that's that's where they're above the rest. You know, they know they don't manage the team as one big unit. You know, they're seeing it as different people. Yeah, yeah, different I know that I'll get this from this firing. player if I do this. Yeah. And I don't think Karanga had that. I think you could, you could, you automatically saw. I think. At the start, I think everyone was singing off the same hymn sheet. Yeah. But understandably, the pay- players who are playing that system can see it doesn't work. Yeah, and yeah, those players, us fans can say what we want, but they know it the most. They're living it. I think, And yeah, they would so have seen. They would have been frustrated. Exactly. They knew Juki needed to be up there with Hogan. They know that. I think to that point, it became apparent probably to players fairly early yeah. on, yeah. the frustration from the fans, even though we weren't there. Blues yeah. fans are obviously vocal. And I think it's such best fans in the world. It is a tight knit community. Are. Yeah, we are. Of course, we are. I mean, you've seen it, but we'll Bias, get into that but later. We are. Yeah, yeah. But the blues players, the blues fans, everything, the work they do with the community, all those things, yeah. they have a connection with the blues fans. Even if we're not at the stadium, they know the voice, and they would have got that. They would have known Karanka's not the most liked. They would have felt the downfall in the team. No doubt, there would have been an impact in the dressing room with the way Karanka is. He did look undeniably like he was hanging his head. I mean, I remember that picture that was on Instagram of him sat against the bench. Probably what was that about a month ago or something? <laughs> something like that. I mean, yeah. come on, have a bit of passion to you. If we're losing, you need to spite the players' inspiration yeah. a bit, yeah. motivate the players, get them moving. The last thing they want is to look over to their manager and see exactly. him slouch back no, on the sofa. That he needs to be leading the group. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to show your frustrations. You don't no. want to show all that. You want to show you're behind your team, lightly bow you, but we'll get into that later. But yeah, you know that that it really does come down to even if you're frustrated with the team, the people management aspect, and I think that was a key downfall really for for Karanka. So let's touch now towards obviously where we are at this point in the season. Then so towards more of Karanka's downfall, what were you thinking? Oh, so I said at the start of the podcast, I'm definitely not someone who sings from the rooftops about getting a manager out but I'll be the first to admit it's been for the past couple of months yeah, now yeah. I've really wanted Karanka out yeah. because for me 
it's not even the, the lack of the results, right? It's actually seeing how the team are playing. Yeah. How we're lining up. And I know for, f- for a fact, the way Karanka has been playing the team this season, I know, again, we go up, he's going to pull the wingers off. He's going to go ultra-defensive yep. and try and shut up shop, right? Which we've seen, it does not work. It doesn't. The best, doesn't. and for me, it really is. If we if we were onto a good thing, and there's been points where you can see the other team, you know, we're in the game, we yeah, can get yeah. someone, we could get a second goal. Yep. And instead of going for it, he'll take Sanchez off. He'll take Bella off. Yeah. And, and whatever anyone says, there's no doubt that they're our biggest threat this season. Yeah, yeah. It means doubt. our team, I think, Any personally, game. is pretty one-dimensional. But that's how it's been. And again, shutting up shot, allowing pressure, yeah, yeah. Allowing inviting pressure. Teams pressure. That are better than us. Some teams who have got teams more way attacking than players. Us. We're nervy under Karanka. Yeah. We're very yeah. nervy under Karanka. And you Karanka. would be. You would be. Those players in that dressing room, you're lacking confidence already. You're lacking the results. Yeah. And then the last thing you got, you finally struggled to get a goal. You know, they come few and far between at Blues. Yeah. They do. You finally got a goal, and now you've been asked. You see Sanchez go off from the back line. You know, imagine Harley Dean. He sees Sanchez come off the pitch. He sees yeah. Bella yeah. come off the pitch. You must be thinking, that's it now. I've got to sit. But you see Jan Valerie come on. Uh, yeah. And you go into a five in the back. And you just know, hopefully we shut up shop here. Mm. You know, you're inviting. Harley Dean's got to constantly be looking for an aerial attack from the strikers. Yeah. Constantly looking for a battle. It's just not the right mindset. I don't think, I don't know if you agree or not, but I don't think we've got the players for that. We really don't. I think we've got good players in terms of Pedersen and Colin, but are they the strongest defenders this season? I think you make a good point. You know, they're they're good attacking, they're good players all round, but have we got that stronger defensive lineup where we can sit back on it? I don't think we have. I know because that's that's a point that a lot of people say. Karanka's known for his defence. Yeah. But look at our record. I know. We haven't even had a strong defence this season. And please look at the team we've got before. You can't just come and apply your mindset to a team that don't have the players that fit it. No. And I think one huge thing that Blues have lacked for years now, I really do, I think it's been years, is we don't have a club ethos anymore. No, no. What is our picture? What is the team? What What is our vision? When clubs come to play Birmingham City and other fans look... At their fixture list and they yep. see blues. What do they think? I think they think with us just, just like pff, at the minute it's probably an easy three yeah, points. They know, they know what to do. They know, okay. But you know especially now they know they're looking they're looking to get a scrappy goal potentially. Yeah. That they're they're not gonna be finishing goals left, right and centre. No. They're gonna sit back if they get a goal. They're not that great defensively organised as much as that's apparently been a strength of ours under Karanka. Yeah. You know, you're looking there to genuinely get three points and get uh, get a few goals, especially with our home record. I mean, I know. Abysmal. it's a joke. Worse it's than the a league. joke. Yeah, completely. And that's been something we've always... I mean, okay, so on that, so what... what From a supporter, obviously both us lifelong supporters, yeah. what do you attach to Blues then? From childhood, from just the vision of the club, what do you attach to Blues as our brand image? See, I think we're a nitty gritty team. Yeah, I really do. Completely. I really, really do. That's us. Yep. We're a working class club. 
all I mean, we've seen we've had Zola come in who tried to bring yeah. in this you know tiki taka style right brought in all these players and I, I genuinely do think some of those players were decent players yeah, yeah. individually but in the championship playing that style again you're not you're not overturning a whole squad so these players like Karim Fry he didn't it was a weird one because I think as an actual player an individual player there's no doubt he was a good player yeah put him in the Blues side in the championship it's a tough league yeah he didn't have Different it style of play. he didn't have it Emilio and Sue great player great attacking yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't have anything defensive no, no. did it work in a championship no it didn't mm. he's played in the championship he's done it before but for us it didn't work no. and all these players that were brought in it, it again it doesn't work it doesn't work for us yeah. and I think the fans as well will say the same it's not it's not what we know no 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 the ethos is what well, was you know for me was you know a gritty side I look back at the, the McLeish you know, a bit of a heyday, really. Oh, no, the dream and team, what, and what was that? And what, what was our style there? Yeah, it was, yeah, completely. It wasn't the best football to watch. Nope. It was, you know, really digging deep. But the results were there. We were doing well. It, okay, we got me, relegated. But, yeah, yeah. but, I mean, God, we used to love, we used to love yeah, watching it. Yeah, we used to love it. I mean, to me, it's it, you go back to those times, and that's exactly it. It's always, no matter what blue side we've got, we're nitty and gritty enough where on our day we can be anyone, whether that's in the championship, whether it was in the Prem, even though obviously, yeah, you speak about we got relegated. It was always an image I've attached to them where on our day we're going to fight for our lives, basically, and yeah. have, and can get the win against any team. Yeah, yeah, we really could. But obviously, more recently, you talk about our recent managers and it just hasn't been the case. We've managed to survive in the championship at the last oh. few days, but... In terms of actually going out there, you know, it, it just hasn't been the same. The brand image, the club image has been lost over time. There isn't one. Yeah. Right now, there isn't it one. It is missing. There isn't one. Yeah. It's 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 not a great time, I don't think, for Birmingham City. I mean, not I don't think. It's a fact. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think everyone feels a little bit lost of recent. It's been, it's been very, very tough. But we're talking doom and gloom here. And <laughs> the podcast has got a bit of a, oh, no. a bit of a, a mood to it a minute. Note. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay, let's look now. Let's have a look at the past week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And lots popped off, really. It has, and I don't know about you, but for me, it's got the spring in my step again about blues. You yeah. know, by no means am I thinking, yeah, we're going to climb the table and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, finish the mid- playoff hopes are back. Me. <laughs> <laughs> not thinking that we're going to finish mid-table. I'm yeah, still yeah. looking at League One and thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're, pop- we're relegated almost, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, already yeah. that defeat mindset, you know, mm. it does creep in. But I'm definitely, definitely feeling a lot more confident. So let's go to, to Boya now. Okay. Lee Boya, the man, the myth, the, the legend. legend. Yes. He's back. He's back. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm happy. As soon as I saw the news, I remember watching the telly seeing that he'd resigned from Charlton. Yeah, you messaged me. Yeah, straight away. I was buzzing because I thought I there's in. only one reason he's resigned from Charlton. It's got to be that he's coming to Blues. Yeah, yeah. I know. And obviously, the instant thing I thought was him and Craig Gardner back together. Teammates. Already got that morale together. Already got that camaraderie. Those amazing memories together. No and, and I mean, as bad as it is, to me, you know, I want that sort of manager. I want an English manager yeah. who's going to come in here Strike it with the players. You know, I can imagine Harley Dean. Who were the voices in that change room, if you yeah. imagine Harley yeah. Dean, 
maybe still Adam Clayton in the dressing room, George Friend, Duke. all these players, Juki, you know, all hopefully got that mindset of working class, English, you know, driving, working nitty gritty. Yeah. That Lee Bowyer will instill. And I think that's what he's done. You know, his interviews have been really good, really promising. So. Just the way he speaks about the club and the mindset he's got, I think, is the right mindset. Whether he can accomplish it, obviously, that's wishful thinking. But just from his input, just from his words, it's hard to deny that he seems like a more excitable manager to me. Definitely, definitely. And again, Karanka didn't know the club. No. no. Oh, he's lived it. Yeah. He's... He's experienced our biggest success, yeah, yeah, the Carlin exactly. Cup. You know, and oh, you again, you remember the scenes we've had with Lee Bowyer, yeah, right? He's unbelievable love times. Loved him at the club. Absolutely. Unbelievable player for the Blues. A massive name yeah. for us. Massive name. When he came. We, we Before he signed, we were thinking, oh, how old? I don't even know how old he was when he signed. It must have been about 33, yeah, 34, yeah. probably. And he's still. Had an unbelievable time at the Blues. Yep. It was fantastic. And I think what I really love about Lee Bowyer is already there's the rapport with the fans. Yep. Yep. But he also knows what the fans expect. Knows and can see what the club has been lacking under Karanka. Yeah. You can already see the first things he was saying is basically about building the confidence first yeah, yeah. and foremost. Absolutely. And that's the main thing. It goes back to he seems like more of a people manager yeah. than what Karanka is, which is what we need, especially now. When he's coming in with, what, 10 games left, Yeah, that is what you need. It isn't going to be a matter of, yet we're going to get him on the tactics straight away. It is a matter of you need to instill in them that desire and that, motivation to win yeah. because that's going to be the main thing dragging you through at the minute they can't just pick up your tactics straight away and drop crankers they're still going to be hoofing the ball up they're still going to be doing things like yeah, that yeah. every now and then less but it's still going to be in the back of their head isn't it because they've had the most of the season where they've been yeah. onto this cranker his mindset his way of playing what were you going to say there this uh... <laughs> we won't speak like leave that. it leave it yeah, off, the yeah, we'll lose that yeah. off the podcast that's in okay. private okay <laughs> yeah now, the thing I love, again, about Boya and something I definitely think was lacking in Karanka was, for whatever reason, Karanka was just stuck in his ways. Completely. I think it was it was screamingly obvious what was wrong with the play style, with his decisions. But nothing changed. He was so stuck in it. Whereas Boya, you can see, he really is learning on the job. And I, I love it. You can see... He knows, and I think from the first game, Reading, I said to you, I said to you, I think I need to deserve more props for this. No, you, don't, you don't give no, me any credit. Go, but I called it, I said, he's going to go 4 4 2. He's going to go back yep. to basics, yep. two up top, Juki Hogan, and he's going to be back to basics. But what the players comes, know. That comes down to, again, he's coming in, and he's, like you said, he's got a knowledge of the club clearly. He mentioned that he's still been watching us when he's at Charlton. He's obviously got that idea where he knows whether Yuki gets goals or not, he's the staple up there. We need someone this weapon. Yeah, Yeah. we've got a weapon. Whether whether he gets a goal in every five, ten games, what is he doing the rest of the game? What's he doing off the ball? What's he doing on the ball? He's stopping up play up there. He's heading it down to Hogan. He's heading it down to Sanchez, whatever. Mm. He's a weapon up there and he is. And... He, he needs to be utilised, you know, yeah. Yeah, he needs to be utilised. So, 
again, yeah, it comes back to he he's looked at what are the strengths of the team, and that's the main thing you need to look at. Jukovic Definitely. is a big strength for the team. That nitty gritty nature is a big strength for the team. And he's a leader. He's a and leader he's a at the leader. front of the pitch. He, he really he is. is. I don't think you having as many leaders as possible. I think on that pitch. I know you can have conflict with different personalities, but I really do. Juki up top, Harley Dean at the back for me are staples in that team. Massively, you know. And I, again, just moving back to to Boya, even after the Watford game, hmm. he came out. And he held his hands up, saying, "Yeah, yeah." Even though I thought, we, I thought, even though I thought we did well, right? We did really well. We'll come on to this, but him saying to for me, um, "The lads played really well on a Wednesday. Maybe I should have given him a rest." Mm. That's something you'd never hear yeah. from Karanka. No, wouldn't too stubborn. I don't even think. Give it up. I don't even think Bowie needed to come no, out and say that. I don't think anyone no. would have held him accountable for anything. Exactly. Or even wanted him to say that, or even thought that. To but be it's fair, promising I the lads that did he, brilliant. It's promising that he noticed that as well. That's because exactly what I mean. Which, you know, I don't know whether it was necessarily on my mind because I did think, even though obviously the result spoke for itself, the performance from the individual players. Yeah. I mean, if you're just comparing it to Karanka in this season. I know. Head and shoulders above. Head and shoulders above. Absolutely. Harley Dean. Let's just touch yeah. on Harley Dean. Out of his skin the last two games. Transformation since Bowie's It's almost like he's angry at Karanka. Well, he's come out <laughs> I mean, it's clear. We that already is. saw that, that, didn't we? We were both but, laughing. But it's like he's, he's taking that the into the games. The shrugs. <laughs> Again, we'll touch on that. Yeah, the, the shrugs. shrugs. The infamous shrugs. Yeah, exactly. Let's not forget Brilliant. that. Brilliant. I loved it. Okay, so let's let's touch on the games then, shall we? Yeah, let's go. Let's start. Yeah, Reading. Reading. Four tough games. Obviously, the next four fixtures. Now we've only got two coming up. But yeah, I so mean, yeah, what did you Reading think going into to Reading? I said to you, I said to you that yeah, obviously Reading are oh, are really pushing for the playoffs, mm. right? Mm. And it's always going to be a tough team to play and yeah. a tough game. But Reading, if there's any time. Reading wanted to play us. It's not when we've no, appointed a new manager, yeah, yeah. right? And I did think automatically. I didn't think we'd win. I did not think we'd win. Yeah. But I thought you'd see a real response from the players, mm. a positive response because you get that new manager bounce. Yeah, yeah. I'll and be honest. I mean, I thought that we would get the win. To be honest, just I because can. the last, I think it's three managers we've got a win under as the first game. I mean, it's not. It's not the most promising stat given mm. their future at the club yeah. but I did think that. I did think like you said it's definitely a bad time for Reading to play us yeah but I did think there's somehow I think the morale in the club Lebo you're coming back in the confidence healing still I think we can get it I mean I've said it for this throughout the season and that's what's so frustrating about Karanka we seem like we've got the players you know, individually, we've got yeah. the best. Sanchez, great player at any championship On side, paper, I feel like. We're one of the better teams. Yeah, we have to be. be. We've got to be. But yeah, so going into it, I did think that we could win. And obviously, then you talk about the 4 4 2. What did you think about the game? Oh, the first five minutes leading up to Juki's goal. I thought we were unbelievable. Give it a break. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Ridiculous it was. We were absolutely fast paced. Fast paced attacking. Ball on the floor. Playing it around. Yeah. And Juki's goal, honestly, textbook Jukovic. That's what from, we want. That's what he Bella does. pulling the ball back to crossing the ball in. I just I saw it come in. Yeah. I just what saw it come in. What a ball 
What a ball. And, and Djukovic, Djukovic, I mean, unbelievable. That is exactly what you want him to do. And that's what's been missing this season. But unbelievable. He hasn't had the chance. You know, when you're no. playing when you're playing Hogan Djukovic on and off I know. together, you need if that, to let that or you're build, playing, yeah. You're bringing Yuki on and then changing it mid-game to a 4-2 four to, four to two up the top. You know, no, it's just not it going to flow, is it? It's not going to flow. Give them the full game together. Give Yuki the chance to do something out there. And the stretcher games. Let them bed in together. Let Completely. them get that relationship Completely. back again that they've had. We've that seen they've had. they've had it. Come on, they had it. Yeah, they need that. They really do. But again, the first five minutes, yeah. wow. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. We scored. I jumped up on the sofa, oh, no. running <laughs> yeah, around yeah. the house. I couldn't believe it. it. Was I was joke. I mean, it's been a long time yeah. coming since we've celebrated a proper goal. Oh, a it really proper, is proper, a proper goal. goal. It feels like even from just like open play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you oh, know? it was such a goal. I just what remember a great it now. Goal. Wow, oh. unbelievable, electric. Imagine electric. if we were in St yeah. Andrews oh. for that. <laughs> Come on, I'm throwing <laughs> fans out. I know, I know. It would have been ridiculous. I'm throwing fans out. Like, Sorry, boys, <laughs> you're going. <laughs> You know, <laughs> absolutely. Especially on that ground, I'm running onto the ground. I'm slipping, <laughs> clambering. Over I'm not getting far, mate. The security grabbed me. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, electric. It was. Electric. But then, how do you think it went? Next twenty minutes. Next, let's say up to the end of the first half. Really, it definitely slipped off for us. We'd had that initial rush, and there yeah. definitely was a bit of a lapse in us. But again, <sighs> I have to say. At all times, I think the team's just better structured in that four four two. So Definitely. it wasn't, even though they were on top of us. I've seen us in a lot worse positions it's from a, start to finish in a game. Yeah, it's a weird one because I don't know if it was if you can say it was laps mm. or it was just reading building into yeah, yeah, yeah. into They're the game. Into it because I still think off guard. after that game, yeah, after that after the goal, we still were playing well, yeah, yeah. right? But. Reading were definitely, yeah, were definitely they coming into it, right? They, they really were. They were coming into it. They were coming back. And without a doubt, you see their quality. What did they do that we didn't do? And I can tell you straight, what they did that we didn't do is they keep the ball on the floor. They're composed. They're confident. Yep. They don't rush. No. Blues, honestly, we were better on yep. the Karanka for sure yep. at keeping the ball and playing it around. But we were still, we had that tendency just to hoof it long, yep. Ball comes to us and their players around us don't matter, just whack it away. Mm. You know, and that is that is the difference between the great teams at the top and the teams down the bottom. It yeah. really is. The, yeah. the quality in play is for sure, but the quality of play, it's it's it's, it's a big difference. I think as well, teams like Reading, teams up at the top, they're more direct. We haven't got yeah. really a direct way of playing. We haven't got the of the players. I think Halilovic, to me, to be honest, is I think he's world, not world class, but he's a classy, so. classy player right now. But yeah, he's him a, and Sanchez he's a great player. I feel have like that same sort of similar touch play to style. Absolutely, they can't get tackled. They both got that jerky movement, yeah. those subtle little feints where they can get past any player. Just a simple dribble. It's not even about doing a step over and getting past them. It's no. a little feint and just doing a little dribble past them, just manoeuvring their body. Yeah, and I think definitely. that's someone who's more direct. But as a whole we are sort of one route really which is going down the sidelines getting a crossing which isn't bad but it leaves us open to defenders sort of reading our game more and that's why Reading I think did build into it more once they knew okay they're going down here playing it more direct playing it yeah. around their players a bit more 
But anyway, what yeah. about the second half? Second half, I think we were we were decent. I think their goal, their equaliser. I know we're coming back to the first half, but I think we've got to touch on that. Yeah, yeah. Etheridge, Etheridge needs to come and collect. <sighs> He has to. Etheridge, he flapped Etheridge, at it, and that's what I worry about. Etheridge. You it's can see he's time. not. No, he's not. Dem- he's not commanding in that box. No. Balls and crosses, corners. He's always vulnerable. Always he really vulnerable. is. A good shot stopper. Yeah. Great shot stopper, I think. But d- fills me with zero confidence. Mm. And oh, man, he's got some mistakes. He's got some mistakes. mistakes. Yeah, okay. And I think that his, might go on. He gets his body in the way of the ball, but. A lot of them, you know, you see a lot of time, I mean, you go back just to the Watford game, and I mean, it's not the only time where the ball just bounces off his body and it seems to ricochet around, or he can't just bring it in. That's something he needs to get into his game. He needs to bring the ball in and bring it under control. Definitely. It's something that he misses. Definitely. Definitely. Too many mistakes for my liking. A great keeper with pedigree, no mm-hmm. doubt about mm-hmm. it, coming to this club. Yeah, but I do think at the minute he's a weakling, and I think that might upset some Blues fans. Yeah, 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 maybe. What I see and what I hear from other people is, you know, they're they're fans of his. But again, Blue Nose is out there listening. Let us know what you think about that. I think that's a great topic. You know, what do we think of some of the players? What do we think of Etheridge? Do we think he's commanding? Do we think he's worthy of that number one? I mean, at the minute, we've got no choice but to play him, right? We haven't seen Prieto enough. We don't know what he's like. From what I've seen of Prieto, I I don't have any confidence, right? Yeah, I don't have any confidence, right? So let's see. Let's see how that goes. But second half, again, I think the boys did well. Yeah. We were still nervy again. Mm. That was the difference between the two clubs. Towards the end, again, Reading were really on top of us, pushing, pushing, pushing. But man, Harley Dean. Yeah. Mark Roberts again for me was fantastic. Absolutely throwing bodies on the line. You know, you could see how much they wanted it. Was throwing his body out and there, it, even him. Come on, we haven't seen that. That's what I mean. It's season. an exciting time. Lee right. Bowyer with Jonathan Leeko. Exactly. We touched on that. I mean, will we will we get the best on. out of Leeko now? I think the first the two like, performances now. I like how we've seen him actually shoot. You know, yeah. that's something that we didn't see under Cranker, where he's actually come inside two pretty awful shots. Yeah, off but the, mark, the idea but is there. Exactly. Right? The it's idea is there, and, and the fact that he's got the confidence to do that. Shots. We need we need Sanchez to come inside, cut inside, get a shot. Off. We and need Lico to come inside, get inside. Bella, get a shot off. Bella, exactly. We need. They can do it. They can do it. We need more of that just to spruce up the attack a bit and hopefully get a goal here and there. The shrugs is all I'll say. The well, shrugs. First of all, let's touch on the goal then. So <laughs> okay, I got too ahead of myself. I know, too, exactly. Too excited about the shrugs. So, Obviously, Dean, we know he was playing out of his skin yeah. defensively on everything. Nothing what was he was doing getting him. forward? Yeah, exactly. Crazy. But it Mad worked. Man. It's come back across yeah. strong neck muscles, clearly been working on those. Yeah, yeah. And he's headed it <laughs> right into the corner. I mean, right you can't get, you know, right except the side neck. From a standing. From standing. You know how hard that is. Come on. Right. He's absolutely blasted it in the back of the Unbelievable. neck. Unbelievable. Great goal. Great, Great goal. goal. Now can we talk about the shrugs? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Coming over to the camera, mm. I knew straight away yeah. what I was going at. We were laughing. 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 His little mean, pout, what? his little lips come out. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Arlo. We love you, Arlo. You know, and you could see, it really was clearly a divide. I mean, I yeah. read, yeah. I read that when Karanka was sacked, he had a part in, you know, know the statement was, words, there was a part yeah. in, some part in messages to the, to the players, mm. 
which obviously you know might have fed into it's just petty the shrugs but you know you could see there was a massive divide and then after the game you could see there were little pointers of you know Juki should be playing kind of going back to Karanka not playing him Mm. not playing a system the players are familiar with Mm. just the players clearly didn't want to play under Karanka they're not stupid again they live it they play it they know their strengths they're You know, that's all their mates they're playing with, right? Mm. They know it. So, but again, a really good performance for me. What we needed, and I think all the Blues fans. Yeah. What, what a result. And, and well you know done to the lads. Well. Let's, you know, make yeah, sure, yeah, of course. you know, we give we give credit and props to them. It's been a really tough, tough season to this point. We've been on a huge run of losing, right? Oh. So for them to get a two-one win, they deserve it. Deserved it, and they did well. You, you know, know what was they good really did as well. Was after we scored that goal, after Dean scored that goal, I'm used to anyway seeing Blues like we mentioned sitting on the back foot, inviting attacking. But in that game, for whatever reason, whether it was the the morale of the team, whatever it was, I mean, Dean was breaking his neck out there. There wasn't really in those last fifteen ten minutes a moment where I was that worried hand in the mouth you know it was a matter of we looked defensively strong it looked like dean and roberts were getting ahead on everything yeah there yeah. was a chance at the last minute which was close but mm. for the majority of things i mean again we touched on jonathan leco breaking his back to get to that ball heading yeah. it out you know you saw him go flying i think spinning. he did a 360 didn't he? I mean, it was a pirouette. yeah but you know just there wasn't that vibe of thinking oh they're going to score any minute here which is what we've seen a lot under Karanka. We've seen that a lot where we yeah. start to separate in the back because we're just inviting them in. Definitely, definitely. Whereas, yeah, I felt more confident coming out of that game. I didn't think there was a moment where we were really under attack and we were giving it up here. So that was something definitely. that I felt really good about. Yeah, and, and Bowie's words at the end, at I the think, end. were spot on. You know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And he knows Djokovic is... Is an absolute weapon up yeah. front. It's a differentiating factor from other it teams. Is. It, it is. really is. Who else has a player? Who's like that, that target he's man? That you know, for me, he's the best man. in the league. He is. He is. And what he does, mm. hold up play, target man. He's the best. He's the best in the championship. Yeah. He's just that perfect supporting role. He can still get your goals. He's gonna get your but goals. But he's that supporting role to a striker coming off of him or other attacking players coming off of him and scoring. Yeah. yeah. The he worry. He can get it down. The worry for me. Is Lee Bowyer knows now, and he's open with it, crosses into the box, Juki's there, yep. right? Yep. That is one-dimensional. Mm. The way we're going to be playing, or the primary way we're going to be playing, balls down a wing, it's been Halilovic for Bowyer and Bella on the left, yep. Yep. crosses into the box. Teams are going to know that, right? And it's going to be going to be predictable we need to be able to also go through the middle yeah. right yeah. More we, direct. we need to otherwise we just get figured out mm. and we're going to get figured out there's mm. no doubt about it so that's that's a bit of a that's my only concern I think yeah, yeah, at yeah. the minute but, but I it, think what on. was good is obviously again we'll, we'll go over the Watford game but I think the comments from Lee Bowyer after it yeah Definitely. He was mentioning how, obviously, he's only had, what, four or five days in four there? Four days, I think it was. Obviously, now we're going into the international break. You're talking about a lot of days there compared to what he's already had, where he is, he mentioned that, obviously, you've got a plan A, and that's what we've been executing. But what happens when plan A is not working, we need to go to plan B. 
So hopefully he will address that issue where we put a few more dimensions to our game. Like like you said, I think it is clear that that might be the best route that we've got, really. Yeah. Having Jukovic in there, having the crosses come in, it's something that just lends to our style of play with Sanchez and Bella out there. Yeah. But we do need, no doubt, a dimension. Just give the confidence to the players. Like Alilovic, I mean, we've seen he's got a little shot on him, a little curler, mm. a little class. Mm. Have Leko maybe, if he if he brings it up a bit. These players who can cut inside and get a goal from the middle, we need something like that, yeah. or just the absolute slightest threat of that it could happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm and really hopefully that gets addressed. Yeah. yeah. But... Bo, you did say it again. Another great point for me, you mm. know. Bo, yeah, the at the end of the Watford game, he said we need a plan B. You know, if Plan A isn't working, and without a doubt, Plan A is going to be going down the wings. But we need a Plan B, which is no doubt it's going to be going through the middle. You know, we need to be able to switch it up. We need to be, you know, agile in the way we're thinking, the yeah. way we're playing. You know, we need to be able to adapt. Um, but. Again, the number one focus this season for these final... What is it now? Is it eight or nine games? Eight games, I think. We need to stay in this league. Yep. We need to stay and in this league. And he knows that. He does. He so, that. you know, all of these wise are thinking, at the minute, I don't really care. We need points yep. on the board to stay up. And hopefully, Lee Bowyer can then have the summer yep. to really shape the team in a way, you know, the way... He wants it, and obviously, how the fans would love to see it. You know, us winning, playing good football. Hopefully, back to the prem. Okay, Watford. let's touch on yes. yeah, the Watford game. Watford game. Okay, so again, what are your thoughts on that? Looking at the Watford game, I've got no complaints. I really don't. Right, I think they're a really top side. Yeah, they're a prem team. Yep. They're yep. a prem team. They've yep. come down and they've kept their players. They've got is this Malasar? Yeah. Probably one of the best players in the league, right? Great, great team. I knew it was going to be a hard game. Yeah, at their home ground. You know, it was probably going to be a loss, right? Yeah. No bother. But the performance for me was amazing. I think we stayed in the game the whole way through. First goal, again, Effridge pars it out. It's a great shot. It's a great shot. It's It's a a great shot. Do I think he could have done better? I think he might have been able to do better. That might be overcritical. But I do. Yeah. I think it was a weak hand out. Mm. Another keeper might be able to parry that out a bit stronger because he went straight just, to that semi. It's just a matter of, yeah, on another day, does that go in 100% of the times? Maybe not. You know, another 10 times if he runs mm. that back, he might get more of a hand on it. He might push it out for a, a corner. Yeah. He might do something, you know, but either way it happened. But yeah, I wasn't too too mad with the way we reacted to it to be honest I no, mean I think we did really well yeah. I think a lot we of teams in the game. against Watford would have dropped their heads it'd have been especially like oh, one nil especially where we are yeah. you wouldn't blame the players for no. the season we've we've had no. to absolutely hang your head there but again I mean some of the open play we've had it's easy to be biased with the way Bowyer, Bowyer's come in but for sure there's no denying the play on the floor much better it was way better one than the Reading passes, game wasn't one touch it? passes one touch passes all the yeah. way you know, we had some great little attacks. It we was did. just a matter of putting the finishing touch as well. Keeper. I mean, finishing oh, touch. Should we talk, talk about, about Hogan? The, hold on, talk about the Hogan, the shoulder. I know. For Come me, on, you've got to get that. You've it has to be. That's that. bread and butter, right? He's watched the ball. The way it's not like he's closed. It's no, not like no. a Sunday league player he's closing his position. eyes before the header. Right? He's, headed, he's jumped at the right time. Everything. <sighs> Everything. And he's, I don't know, I honestly, I don't know how he's managed it right I think he must have closed his eyes. His eyes are open. I don't know. I don't know. It didn't look it. I've watched it. It didn't look it. 
you know, another game, mate, that, that should be going in. I mean, nine times out of ten, that has to go in. Especially for Hogan. I mean, that is... That is what he wants. Surely yeah. that is—he's on the last man at every time. He's on those poaching goals, yeah, he's yeah. getting his foot right on the end of it. You know, I know. I know. That is just, yeah. I mean, there's there's something that just wasn't there for that goal, but but whatever, little divine intervention or something. <laughs> but then, obviously, you get talk about Colin. Go on, Colin's chance. What do we think of that, Blues fans? I know. I know what I think, and it's not good. I mean, the Hogan. I'm saying it. As if the Colin chance, right, was oh yeah the, I mean, the easiest chance of the game. It wasn't. It was just I don't know. It's probably me seeing the Hogan chance, seeing Colin's chance. I was thinking, come on! But it's just that first touch, you know, just opened up the whole. Unbelievable, box. wasn't it? It was such unbelievable a touch. She's completely I've sold. Sat I've sat up. I'm thinking that's the it. This is a goal. This is a goal. Cuts At least in. test the keeper. Touches like that are ridiculous. He's sold he's, everyone he's sold. straight the two away. Defenders, even Hogan's thinking, where's the ball gone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah. he's turning around. Like, touch. He's done the hard work. He just needs to swing at it. And then he's gone. It just looked... I mean, you watch it back live, and it's just... It's even worse than you think, because... It's just the way he's literally like. You can just imagine his brain malfunctioning. Know. Just, you know, <laughs> what, do do? what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Waiting move. for it to come on his right foot. Yeah. You know, just smack it with your left. Literally. You know, we, we were at professional level here. You you must have some sort of a weak foot. I know. Just get it I know. You on swing target. You swing do at something. It. I would poke rather, it. I'd rather he <laughs> miss a whole goal, but he's got Try. a shot off with his I left. Know. I know. You I know, know, but but then you it just I don't know, but yeah. I think overall, though, we can all agree. A great performance and, mm. and something to hopefully build on. I'm sure some of the players will be down about the result. 3-0, it's not flattering. No, it's not flattering. And other teams looking at that are going to think, you know, again, Blues Blues were easily beaten. Yeah, yeah. But the reality, looking at the performance, there is a lot to be positive on. Yeah, I love how Bowie has seen things and he's, he's seeing the same thing I think us as fans are seeing. Yeah. And he said it himself. He's had four days. He's now got an international break, a week where you know he can work on it. We go again on a tough fixture at Swansea, isn't it? Tough, tough game. We need to similar performance. Yeah. And again, we do. Bowyer, if you're listening, I know you already know it. Let's get the players just playing on yeah, the floor. Yeah, let's get them firing. Let's Let them play in on the floor. You yeah. know. They're good players. Easy They're not, not bad players, right? On the floor. Yeah. Play it through the middle. Go out wide. Definitely. An interesting point, Faze. Halilovic, Sanchez. Yeah. I think Bowie's going to go for the 4 4 2 now. That's yeah. going to be the, yeah. the preferred it should be. formation. I think it should right? be. It's hard to fit in all the players, but I think exactly. that should be the base. But what, what do we do? Because for me, my favourite player <laughs> this season is Sanchez, yeah. right? I'd agree. Without a doubt. But he's not been starting. I think I think Boya sees now how good Sanchez is on that yeah. performance and him coming on the impact. I he mean, made the ball he got in from straight, his first ball he got in. You I know, know, yeah, I'm sorry, cross, I love Bella, ball. but it's better than any ball Bella had put in that game. But for me, I think we need, and I love as well how Bella and Sanchez, even though they're on opposite wings, yeah, they've yeah, definitely they've got, got a great relationship. I love it. But for me. I still play Bella and I still play yeah. Sanchez yeah. and I want to play Halilovic. Right? I, really I want to yeah. play Halilovic. Yeah. I think he's brilliant. How does it fit? I think that's going to be a okay. real task Let's for Lee on it. Me personally, again, I agree with you. I'd have 
definitely, I think Bella and Sanchez in the championship are too dangerous. Even when they're not scoring, even when they're not getting assists, they're too dangerous on the wings to not have out there. So yeah. I'd always have Bella and Sanchez out there as long as they're not injured or they're not good or whatever. I'd always have Bella and Sanchez out there. So obviously the middle two then, I'd have a Lilovic yeah. and obviously have a more defensive-minded player who would that be? someone who can be box-to-box. So it would have to be a toss-up between Gary Gardner and he's not someone who's impressed me, but... The last two games under Boya, I do quite like what I've seen from Rakeem Harper. He's not someone who's impressed me before, yeah. except for the odd game. But the last two games, I think he has got his foot in there. Mm. He's got a few skew passes, but he has got his foot in there and he has defended fairly well. He's broken up play fairly well. And I think generally cons- consistently better than the likes of Sunjic. Yeah, you know. I... Oh, San yeah, Jose. yeah. Oh, my San Jose. Yeah, I don't know. I don't mind. I'm not sold on him. Not at all. I mean, Raheem Harper. The game against Bristol City. I mean, oh, yeah. I think he's definitely someone who probably didn't get on with Karanka. Mm, to be honest, mm. I mean, his performances have have taken a huge, a huge jump under Bowyer. Yeah. I mean, I think against so. Bristol City, I was screaming at the TV. You know, just. Jogging back, no real drive, no No real desire in those games. He's done really well, done really well, I think, under Boya so far. But I just think, yeah, it's a a question that Boya is going to need to to answer without a doubt because playing Halilovic, for me, attacking is brilliant. Yeah, it it has to But defensively, he leaves a hole in that midfield. Well, have you noticed, though, he has been coming back the last two games? He has, he has. Even last game, you know, he was... There were some times where if he wasn't there all the way back, you know, and I think that's something that Lebo is clearly pushing yeah. is those two wingers to drop back a bit. He did, and he's, he's pointing it out himself, hasn't you he? Know, he so, himself. He and Halilovic definitely was. Halilovic definitely was. But I agree, yeah, he's definitely not a defensive He's not. That's not his game. Mastermind. He thrives driving the yeah. ball forward those and passing. His yeah. distribution. His close touches. And I love those little... He's creative. You know, even his long balls, some of him, he'll just play him across the four. Oh, a little, so little behind, him, bypass Gary yeah. Gardner, just a little curler around to Bella. It's, it's effortless, really, Harper, for him. He's you know. a really, really good player. Yeah. He really yeah. is a top, top, top player for me. He really is. He's not Again, I'm not anything. sure what you know the general consensus around the Blues fans, but I know, for me, I, I do think there's definitely, whether you like him or not, you can't deny he's a classy player. You can't deny that. Another Sanchez, but in the middle. No, definitely, I agree. I agree. And again, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to the international break mm. and seeing the Blues go again. I really am. I really me am. Me I think... With Bowie having that time, we might see a more embedded Blues team and mm. the performance is hopefully going in the right direction, mm. getting better, the players more familiar. And again, it'll be interesting. Will, will Bowie start with Sanchez? Yeah. He had a yeah. great, he did, he had, he had a massive impact. He did when he came on, yeah. But then do you drop Halilovic? I don't, I don't drop Halilovic. I don't drop so Halilovic. let's see how that yeah. goes and it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting it to see. Okay, so. In that game, something else happened. What are we saying? The plane flying over the pitch. Oh. Dong out. you got to tell me about that. Okay. My opinions on that. <sighs> it's a tough one, right? Because there's no doubt. There's no doubt. 
They ain't got a clue. They mm. ain't got a clue. Mm. Bring managers in, get rid of managers. We know what happened with Gary Rowett, Gary Monk. There's obviously the stories behind the scenes of, you know, maybe their loyalty somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. But as a blue nose, I don't know. I can't confirm all of that, right? But they just get rid of managers. Give give some too much time. Yeah, Zola, too much time. Too much time. Karanka, um, too much time. time. I mean, that's why we're in the position we're in now, where we've got 10 games fighting for our life. You know, if Bowie yeah, had yeah. 15 games, let's say, and we were playing like this, I'll back us more. You have to look at the fixture list, see what's coming up, yeah. and then attack it there. Definitely. And Don, Dong, sorry, way too involved. It definitely mm. seems that way. You know, managers coming out saying that they didn't even pick the players that were being signed. Yeah, yeah. And I think Boya came out and made a statement on that, saying that, you know, the players are going to be the players that he wants to sign, yeah. right? And if you hire a manager, that's the way it needs to be. You know, Dong apparently at the training ground. You know, it's it's. You've I don't, I don't know. Of him, right? of him coming out at the uh, actual ground, haven't you? Talking to fans and playing with fans, stuff like that, which is good. But also, then that feeds back into yeah, him at the training ground, him at those things, and you just think yeah. you're taking maybe too much of a driving seat Definitely. away from the managers. Definitely, and yeah. But on the flip side, Dong and, you know, the Trillion Trophy gang, right? The squad. The squaddy. They've pumped money in. They have. Yeah, this they is have, this is have. some of the biggest investment I think us as Blue Nose have seen. And, yeah, the best money back we've got, really. I mean, you, you sell Shay for, what, 15 yeah, mil? You definitely. get rid of Jude for 25 yeah. mil. You know, that's 40 mil coming in the last They're two seasons. Yeah, I think it just comes down to the actual, the, you know, the investment side, yeah, they've yeah. done it. But the management side of the club mm. has let them down. Let them down massively. Because that's where we then, we got ourselves into absolute financial wreck. You know, and that's where, you know, the Bellingham, I think Blue Noses are saying... And, and I'm, I'm one of them, you know, where's where's the money gone? But on in earth, reality, it's probably gone back into balancing the, the books and the absolute, you know, financial wreck we were yeah, left in after, yeah. you know, the the transfer window under, under Harry Redknapp, which on again, earth. even Harry Redknapp says a lot of those players were, were Dong's players, right? So I don't know where I sit on that. You know, I just think, I mean, the overarching idea is that Trillion, trillion trophy kind of ruined the club in yeah, a way because I mean, look we've sold our ground mm, we've sold our mm, training ground I know. you Faisal as a, as a businessman right are you coming in thank you thank you <laughs> I wasn't saying you are <laughs> no you coming in right you buy Birmingham City yeah you've then got to buy the I stadium know, exactly, exactly and you've got to buy the training ground exactly. right it doesn't come as one big package anymore nope. and I'm Trillion Trophy. You buy the club. Believe me, oh, I'm not giving you a half price deal of course, of course. on the on the, the ground and a training ground. You know, I mean, it, it, it leaves us in a real bad situation. It, it does to, for though, future. Again, it comes back to that is a reason we've lost that club image, club identity, because yeah. they've come in and they have taken a driving seat. They've, they've taken control of the club. To good points, uh, some of them for sure. The financial aspect, I mean, we don't know the books, so I can only say from the money we've come in, surely we're in a better position than before they came in. Definitely. But then you have got those downfalls. You've got the fact that the club isn't owned by us. It's not the St. Andrews anymore. 
it is no. a trillion trophy, St. Andrews. So, no, which is ridiculous. It doesn't know, exactly it, roll it, off the tongue, is yeah, it? Yeah, and it, it's, it's not something which, <laughs> especially when the news broke, I was very pleased with. I mean, I'm still not, but... Yeah, it is It is a tricky one. Do we get rid of Dong and that and risk someone else coming in who doesn't know the club? It comes in, you know, we have a few seasons where, especially where we are right now, where we are a vulnerable side, we are yeah. a vulnerable club, yeah. where we make that bigger change. You know, are we that appealing to people to, to come and buy? To well, this is, this is the point, right? We can get Dong out, right? But the only way they go... Well, Dong can go. He's yeah, a yeah, CEO. Yeah. He can be CEO. sacked. He we can, can bring go. another CEO, yeah, and that's yeah. exactly what I do. I do. I do think we yeah. need, right? But for Trillion Trophy to go, are we going to have other owners? No, I don't. Are we exactly an exciting opportunity for anyone? I no. would. I would hands down say I don't think I don't see anyone touching us at I the don't. minute, right? Especially as we We're don't even know what the books look like. We really don't. No, that's a, that's a rubbish thing good. about us fans, right? It's yeah. our club, yeah, but, but we, really yeah. we have no visibility. We are told what we're told. Mm. And that's it, you know. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one with the owners because I don't, I don't like Dong. I don't no. like Dong. No. I think I'll be the first to say that. But when it comes to Trillion, I, I can't fault their investments, but yeah. their management isn't there. And I what they've done to the well, club. If if it is gonna go that way, if we are looking to get rid of him, which again I'm not protesting that. I think there is an element of truth to it, as, yeah. as shit as it would be. Do we? wait till the end of the season and attack the season then I think I think it probably would be better not to not to mess with the boat any more than it already has yeah, been. Yeah, not to rock the boat. I agree. And wait till the end of the season and see where we go from there really. And I think that is something which Trillion Trophy will look at because I think so. Things like that where they we know, know we've got a plane invested in by the club, by no. the fans I mean. And and, and they're not flying over the ground. They yeah. see that. They're I mean, you stupid, saw Dong looking at it. Yep. During the game. You know, that's got to... They they know. Who's next on the chopping block? It's got to be Dong. Who's next on be. After Dong, who's next on the chopping block yeah. is Trillion Trophy. Yeah. And they don't want the fans on their back. They so, don't. They don't. They you know. want... They run... They, it's their business, right? Yeah. And they know how important the fans are. Yeah. If we boycotted that club... And we boycotted, not the club, but we boycotted, you know, the games, stopped yeah. going to the games as a protest, let's say, yeah. towards towards the owners. They're ruined. They're ruined. Their pockets are ruined. Are. It will ruin the club, but, you know, for them, seeing it as, you know, as the owners, they know how important us as fans are. Yeah. We drive. We are the heartbeat yeah. of that club. We're everything to that club. Yeah. So, you know, again, I'd love, I'd love to hear what other Blues fans yeah, think. Yeah, sure their opinions on on the owners. And it'd be great to see the flip side as well. So if you're fans, <laughs> no, I wouldn't think anyone's a fan. But, if, you know, the positives you think are Trillion, Trophy, and the blaringly, obviously, yeah, negatives, negatives, right? Okay. And I think that brings us to the end of episode one. How do you think we've done then? We made it through. <laughs> yeah. We made it through. One, one take. Yeah. One take. Let's not forget that. Yeah. <laughs> Take let's it give easy. Give us our props, please. Yeah. Take it easy on us, Blues fans. Again, please engage with us yeah. on our socials Instagram at the Tilton 2. Yep. And the Twitter at the Tilton 2 also. Let us know what you think. Give us feedback. Let us know what you want to hear. Yeah. We also want to be a voice for you know the community and engage with you. In the coming weeks, we want to get some of you involved. Yeah, definitely interview some of you you know some 
Get real thoughts. Basically, exactly. Exactly. This is what we want to do. You know, make it really like thought provoking. And just to discuss, build the community back up. Again, yeah. it's been a tough time for us Blues fan, and we need to stay together. Yeah. Even though we're not in St. Andrews, we're still behind the club, and we're all one big family. Let's get the club to hear us as much exactly. as we want to hear each other. Exactly. And what we think, you know, the players, I'm not. I'm sure they're not listening to this right now, but you never know, <laughs> later down the line, hopefully, hopefully. And they can see how much we believe in them as well. Yeah. And the bits we do like... And the positive, let's make sure it's always positive <laughs> construct, uh, constructive, constructive criticism, criticism right? Mate, that's the title. Um, but yeah, you know, let's hear from you guys. Yeah, let's all Let's all build something. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. The next podcast is going to be released. When, Faze? On the 28th, so next Sunday. And then we're going to look to roll out every, every Sunday following that. So stay tuned. Look ahead. We're in the international break next week. Yeah. So again, what we'll be planning on is recapping what we think going into the Swansea game, how we think Lee is going to be managing the team mm. and what we can expect in that game and the tough fixtures coming up. Definitely. Thanks again, again, Blue Noses. Yeah, thanks everyone. And again, just engage with us as much as you can on our socials, as we mentioned, at the Tilton 2 for both Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, we look forward to hearing from you. More importantly, keep right on, boys. Keep right on. Cheers, guys. Thank you.